0: Well, folks, it's another great day. It's a great day, and you have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. It's forced upon you. You can't refuse it. You didn't seek it. You didn't choose it, but it's up to you to use it. You must suffer if you lose it. Give account if you abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but your eternities are wrapped up in it. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I get another opportunity, another shot at getting uh, to get the message out to the world, from corner of the world to other corner of the world, from coast to coast, from borders to borders. We're trying to change people's lives to inspire, encourage, uplift, empower them to live their best lives, to have greater health, wealth, wisdom, and success, and we hope you're ready for this ride. Well, you know I start every show with that minute, God's Minute, that was written by Dr. Benjamin Mays, who was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor, and he encouraged and inspired young ML to do great things with his life, and he went on to do them. And we know that the power of inspiration, the power of motivation, the power of an internal uh, combustion that starts something on the inside that shows a result on the outside is incredibly effective. And so we got another opportunity today to give that to you. To help you to get on fire on the inside so that you can show a greater result in your life on the outside. Now, you know, before I get started with every show, I take a moment to give God glory, to give him praise, to thank him for life and strength and health. I know everybody don't believe like I believe, but let me tell you, I done figured out in my life what the key to my success is. I'm grateful that I am able to give God glory for him giving me life. See, someone said, God's gift to you is life life your gift to god is what you do with your life so do something incredible if you got a chance to do something do something awesome do something magnificent with this life it's limited so make the most of the time you've got so that when you leave here even the undertaker the mortician will be sorry to see you go and they make their living in this industry well i want to take a moment to shout out my sponsor. I shot sponsor for right now. This show is Jollygoodnews.org. It's my new nonprofit organization, Jolly Good News. We are trying to make a difference in a number of areas. One, we want to help with a program called Books Beyond Bars. We want to get books into the prison so that those who are there can uh, can change their thinking and when they come out, they'll never go back. So, books beyond bars. Also in Jolly Good News, we want to have have a youth leadership track where we are going to help young people so that they will never have to go there because they're going to make wiser choices hang out with better people and do better things with their lives so book beyond bars youth leadership and then finally with jolly good news is to inspire you wherever you are that you can use your faith and be empowered by your faith to achieve more you need good news in a time of bad news sad news false news we need some good news so go to jolly good news get a part of our community sign in tune in and if you like make a donation it's a nonprofit. we're going to be putting those books beyond bars we're going to raise the money to do that and put those youth videos into every school in america that's the goal so please be a part of our community go to jollygoodnews.org j-o-l-l-e-y goodnews.org all right now it's time for today's show and this is a brand new season for me. And I've been on for going on 15 years now on this platform on a couple of different channels. But we're now, as you know, on this channel. And every year I start off with the same guest. And he's gracious enough and, and, uh, and just giving enough. He's, he's what, what I always tell the people he's the greatest, one of the greatest givers. He gives of his time, of his resources. He's just a giver. But I've been blessed to have him uh, every year to be my opening season guest. He is, without question in my mind, the greatest motivational speaker on the planet Earth. He has been inducted in the Speaker Hall of Fame. He's been given the uh, Cavett Award. He's been given every award there is for speaking, the Golden Gravel. He is uh, by far, when you look at any survey of the greatest motivational speakers, he's always at the top. You know him. He was born in Miami, Florida. He has a twin brother. He was raised by a single mother who adopted him at six weeks old. He and his brother grew up. His brother did fine, but he struggled. He had struggles with his uh, learning because he learned differently. But he had a teacher, Mr. Washington, who told him some things that encouraged him. He, He started to believe in himself. He went on to become a disc jockey and became one of the top disc jockeys in the state of Ohio. He went on to become a legislator in the state of Ohio, and one day he flapped his wings and started speaking to audiences, and has gone on to go around the globe as the greatest motivational speaker on the planet, the one and only Les Brown. My brother, how are
1: you? I'm blessed to hear your voice. It's always a treat when great people meet. Come on,
0: folks. Come on, somebody. Come on. I think we're going to have a good time up in here today.
1: Let the record show.
0: (laughs) Well, I gave them the thumbnail sketch. You you got a little bit more to your story, how Mamie Brown uh, blessed you and changed your life. Tell a little bit more.
1: Well, you know, as you were talking, I want to ask you a question. I want you to give me three adjectives right quick. Number one, I found your mother to be very, very encouraging. Yes. I found her to be a woman of character and a woman who worked hard to take care of you and your brother. Yes. In remembering your mother, using three adjectives, what three adjectives would you use to describe the impact she made on you, your character, and the person that you became? What, what, What three adjectives would you use to describe her?
0: Wow, that's a great question. My mother, first of all, was the sweetest woman I have ever met. Now, my my mother-in-law was one of the greatest women. She was an entrepreneur and as well as a a, a pastor's wife. But my mama was just the sweetest woman. Never saw her angry. Uh, she never uh, uh, spoke a uh, hardly above a whisper or uh, a uh, hollered. And she taught school for forty years and. Uh, changed so many people's lives. She was a sweet woman. The other thing my mama was, she was a resourceful woman. She was resourceful. When my dad died, I was 12 years old, and my mom wanted to put my brother and I through college. So she taught school during the day, and then she would sell World Book Encyclopedia in the evening. She would sell Sha- Shackley vitamins. She would sell dynamite uh, uh, the products. She sold all sorts of um, um, vitamins and so forth so that she could get extra income and res- and she was resourceful because she got into network marketing so that she could also get money from the people she brought into organizations and she would get a little bit of what they created as part so she was resourceful and then she was a woman of faith and character and she would always say to us my brother and I don't let them take your good name you know, if you've lost your house, that's okay. You can get another house. If you lost a car, you lost some money. But always fight hard for your good name and have character and integrity and walk with it. So those are the three things. Thank you for bringing that to, to my memory and the fact that she was a woman who, who raised the two of us after my dad died. And he was sick with, you know, he had lung cancer for a good number of years while we were we were growing up. But she held us. Us together and and pushed us out and got us both through college and got us uh, uh, on our path and she was our biggest cheerleader you know that Les everywhere I went <laughs> and when yeah. you would come to town she would be in the front row cheering me and you on
1: right absolutely and, and the reason I ask you that is is because when you think about you and your character and the person that you are and the life that you lead and the impact that you're making. Your mother through you, she lived a life bigger than herself. Yes. And and what you do with this show and what you do with your life, you encourage people to live a life that will outlive them.
2: Mm. Because
1: through you, your resourcefulness, through you, your level of faith through you, the character of you as a man, as a husband, as a father, she's impacting generations yet unborn. Wow. And and, and so we share the, the vision. I was saying to a friend of mine that I was talking to her, and and I said to her she was complaining about a young man that, She was dating, and she told me about an interaction that he had with his mother, and it was very disrespectful. And I said to her, and I just finished talking to her, I said, you need to walk away and run as quickly as possible. And she said, why? I said, a man who doesn't respect his mother will never be able to respect any woman ever. Wow. And so when I ask you the question about your mother, you said she was sweet. People loved her. And you talked about her resourcefulness when your father died early and and what she did. She was a teacher, but she also was an entrepreneur. And she did a variety of other things, multiple streams of income to provide and keep a roof over your head and uh, food on the table and to provide for you and your brother through a very challenging time after losing a husband. And the other thing is her faith.
2: Yes. That
1: that today, when you look at where people are, the the level of faith that people need now is greater than ever. The kind of faith that your mother demonstrated, not faith in terms of shouting, oh, show your faith, and, and the emotional catharsis that people go through, but faith, in, all, in, in order to weather the storms of life. Between yes. 1,000, let me see, it was, it, it, for the last 17 years, the suicide rate has increased over 32%. Mm. And the suicide rate for young black kids between the ages of 5 and 11 has doubled. How, how do you decide at 5 to take your life? And so your mother created an environment that allowed you to live in the world but not allow the world to live in you and your brother. That's right. And and you got that from her. T.D. Jakes has a quote. One of my favorite quotes from T.D. Jakes has been, Lord, don't let my talents take me where my character can't keep me.
2: Mm. Wow. So
1: so that that when people think about you they will be thinking about one who is resourceful who has demonstrated faith I remember shortly after
0: hold that thought, hold that thought we're going to take a quick break we're going to come back, I want you to finish that story we'll be right back folks this is Dr. Willie Jolly with my special guest the great one himself, Les Brown we'll be right back after this short break and for sure, your best is yet to come we'll be right back attitude it's about your attitude it's all about your attitude it's about your attitude it's about your attitude it's about your attitude it's all about your attitude it's about your attitude it's about your attitude it's about your attitude it's about your it's about your attitude one eight letter word that has such a big impact on your success or your failure. attitude. Not just about a disposition, but also about how you see the world, how you see life. Do you see it from a negative perspective, or do you see it from a positive perspective? It's your choice. It's about your attitude. See, my friend Keith Harrell wrote a book called Attitude is Everything, and he wasn't lying. Attitude truly is everything. It's about how you view things, how you perceive things, and how you go after things. Can you control the time? No. Can you control the weather? No. Can you control what other people say or do? No, no, no. You can only control you and your attitude. And your attitude to life determines your altitude in life. It's about your attitude. It's We're back. This is Dr. Dr. Willie Jolly, host of the Willie Jolly Show, and author of the book, A Setback is a Setup for a Comeback. The book turns setbacks into greenbacks. The book, An Attitude of Excellence, and a new marriage book, Jolly Marriage Book, is make love, make money, make it last. Go to jollymarriage.com. But more importantly, I am the friend and one of the uh, people who have been impacted by the mission, the movement, the, the I call it sometime ministry. It's a secular way of, uh, someone said a secular minister who who ministers to people through his motivation, the one and only Les Brown. He changed my life when he uh, uh, spoke at a place where I heard him speaking, and and we became good friends and have traveled and toured together. Les Brown, you were about to say something. I want to get back in that thought. You were about to share an idea. Keep going. I don't want to stop that thought. Well,
1: the book that I think that is in you that will benefit people, is the one that I saw you live. I've never known anybody who lost their mother and then a short time thereafter lost their only brother and didn't lose their mind.
0: Wow, yeah.
1: You're right. Okay. Yes. And so, what what I learned watching you is one thing to deliver a message, but it's something else to live the message. Mm. And through that experience, I gained so much strength from you. And because of your example, that gave me the strength. That gave me the faith. That gave me the strength of character to handle my mother making her transition.
2: Yes, yes. Yes, And the
1: reason I'm mentioning this is that this is a time that faith, character, and resourcefulness will allow us to negotiate this place in history where we are, where artificial intelligence is taking over, where over 47 million jobs will be lost to the American economy in less than 10 years. I went to um, the McDonald's the other day around the corner from my house, and there were no cashiers there. There were just a kiosk for people to put their order in, and there were people in the back who would prepare the hamburgers and the french fries. And so things are happening so quickly. This is this era where, where Alvin Toffler talked about future shock, that people literally in a state of shock. And so, but what gets us through these times? Faith, character, and resourcefulness. We're going into a recession. And your mother's life is an example of that because recessions restores resourcefulness. Mmm. Wow. And those qualities that your mother embodied are the qualities that we need now more than ever before. Because when you have faith, that gives you hope. Faith and hope in the future gives you power in the present. When you have a strength of character, you live your life from the inside out, not from the outside in. And when there appears to be no way possible for you to make it, You are resourceful enough and operate out of the thinking that the future belongs to those who create it. Right. Find a way to win. Your mother found a way without her husband. She found a way to create the income that was necessary to raise two young men, one who became a very talented guitarist, the other who became a voice of transformation, and did not end up in prison or on drugs or a destructive force in our community. And we have to, we have to raise the, the names and the faces and the heroes in our community for people in our community and beyond our community to honor them. Why? Because nothing gets in except through the eyes and through the ears. And if we don't, at this time where people feel like the, the love has been snatched out from under them, and this is what happens when you unexpectedly lose your job or you lose someone that's close to you like your mother went through, that, that people begin many times to turn on each other rather than turn to each other. When you look at the killings that take place in Chicago, almost every month, more people are killed there than in Afghanistan and in Iraq. When you look at what's going on in the schools, and, and every time the unemployment goes up 1%, 10,000 women are battered, what the, what the schools are not teaching is, is instilling in people a sense of faith that this has not come to pass, this state has come to pass, how to become resourceful how to make a way out of no way, and strength of character, a standard that you hold yourself to, that you don't compromise. And Back you know,
0: yeah. And you know, and one that thing that you just said, did. Mama did. One more thing, I'm gonna talk about Mama and the impact it has. You know, Mama was a school teacher, and she uh, actually, uh, when they took prayer out of school, she got on a task force on Capitol Hill to talk to uh, leaders. I remember going with her one time, and there were all these congressmen and senators, and she got up and testified. She said, "Now." I'm going to tell you something from the real deal. Y'all are here on Capitol Hill, but she said I'm in the schools every day and I saw a drastic change of people of our young people's behavior and their deportment. The moment you took out prayer from the schools, even if they didn't believe, if they weren't believing, it was the the moment of Calm and quiet. And remember that before they took prayer out of school, the worst you would ever hear in a school were kids who went in the bathroom to sneak a cigarette. That was the total worst you ever hear. Now, kids are going into the bathroom to load up a Uzi or an assault weapon and then kill their classmates because there's no calming spirit to say, no, that's not the right answer. And she talked about that often and said there was a dramatic, and she said, I pushed hard to tell people, don't don't play this, don't sleep on this. So she would talk about that often. I'm glad you brought that up. So the power of resourcefulness, the power of character, the power of faith, is that one of the things that... That changed you, your life, Les, to make you go from where you were to become what you have become. I, I think about often how, you know, we talked about one time we were on tour. And, folks, by the way, just so you know, uh, Les is, uh, we're going to talk about some of the things he's offering. But we're going to do one more tour together. We're going to do a tour together. We've talked to a gentleman named Rick Rigsby, Dr. Rick Rigsby, who Les uh, loved his work and, and reached out to him. Rick is a friend of mine and reached out to me and said, I got a call from Les Brown who said he saw my my, my video online and called me. And he said, I'd like for us to do a tour. I said, let me work on it. So we are working on this tour. I've already talked to a, a sponsorship expert who is going to help us. And we just got to decide how many cities we want to visit, what cities and when, and we're going to get this done. But uh, uh, Les, is that what... Changed you when you talk about uh, the the Lion King movie about how the apparition came back of the the, uh, the uh, father Mustafa who looked at the young Simba playing around with warthogs and 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 so forth and said Simba you are more than what you have become be the lion king you were born to be what changed you Les what turned that around from you being just someone who was who was just barely getting by to someone who became one of the greats.
1: I think that we're all perpetual students. And when I met your mother, I remember having a conversation with her. And I was really deeply moved by things that she shared with me about how she viewed life. Mm. And I think that some things are taught, but some things are caught. Mm. And so she, to me, she exhibited a life a character that says nothing is going to define me the tragedies of life the setbacks of life the challenges of life i am self-definitional i learned that from her i learned from you the the value of of standing up inside yourself in spite of yes that that we can have things that will happen to us, but at the end of the day, we have a choice. We have a choice in how we handle it. Yes. I'm going through a thing with my youngest son, as you know, who's suffering from a mental illness and he suffers from bipolar and he refuses to take his medication. And for a time, for a moment, it had me on the ropes because i i felt so demoralized and so humiliated because here i am known for motivating and inspiring people around the world and my own son can't hear my voice yes and i remember a friend of mine, Brecky said, "Mr. Brown, don't let this take you out. Don't lose your life trying to save somebody who won't lift a finger to save themselves."
0: Mm. Wow. Now that's that's powerful. And folks, I want to encourage you to listen to this because many of us struggle. Uh, as we grow into our uh, adult years with our children who don't always do the way. I have one who I've struggled with, who I've encouraged, but I'm grateful. And, and Les can say this. We know both of us know this is to be true. I'm grateful for the, the Les Brown pouring into my children. I remember Keith Harrell calling my daughter and she having a shift. And I've talked to his son and my son called his son and said, hey, You can do better, man. You got something better. And we've seen how we, it's that voice from our uh, influence that we can help others with that help us when we need it. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back after station identification. We've got the great one, Les Brown, and this is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. We'll be right back. The videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And- back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to say again that if you are uh, listening, you should be able to know that this uh, airs a few times this week, but also is available soon if you don't have it now on podcasts, on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, C-Suite Radio, and Spotify. So we are uh, trying to find ways to inspire you every which way that, that the world has offered us. We've got new technologies. We've got audiobooks, We've got books on Audible. On all sorts of uh, Listening devices We've got my books now In digital form we got them in physical form We've got uh, new ways To bring messages of hope to you And and I made a decision years ago I was going to reach people With a message of po- positive thinking And hopefulness With every means possible And I've tried to do that uh, Music, got a new music album That's coming out of my motivational minutes Mixed in with my music As well as dance Daily radio. You can now find me on Daily Radio as well across the country. So we are trying every which way we can, and I, I was inspired by God. So, so some years ago, I started speaking, and now it's been almost twenty-eight years I've been speaking. And I, I was speaking to young people, and I was uh, I was out here in the highways and byways talking to kids and schools, and and a friend of mine said, "There's a." guy. There's a guy. He, he, he's a tremendous speaker. He's doing uh, the, what you are doing, but he's doing it at another level. He's the best, the greatest. You want to hear him. He came to Howard University. I went and got a ticket, and I second, sat in the second row right next to Cortland Malloy, the iconic columnist from the Washington Post, and we sat there and listened to this guy, and he had a had a flip chart, and he talked with such power and such in emotion in such incredible content and I said, wow, and that afterwards, uh, he asked for questions, I jumped up, I asked the question, and, and he said, young man, you know what, I want to meet you after this, I don't know what, I don't even remember what the question was, but whatever it was, it got his attention, and whatever I said in those 30 seconds, said, I want to meet you, but at the end of the program, at the end of the program, he was overwhelmed with people, people were thronging to be around him, they were they were mobbing him, and as, as I was trying to get to him, I couldn't even get through the, through the crush, and and as I got right up next to Tom, I, I'm here to meet with you. They his handlers pulled him up and said, "You got to go to the next event." And and they pulled him out, and he was he was rushed away in a car. I said, "Wow!" So I went to the promoter. I went to the promoter. I said, "Are you the promoter?" Said, and the lady said, "Yes, I'm the promoter." I said, "He he told me he wanted to meet me. I, I want to know where where he's staying." She told me the hotel he was staying in, and it was about a about 10 o'clock when it was over, and and I I went to the hotel, and I sat in the hotel. At about 3 a.m., he walked in, and I I stood up and said, you said you wanted to meet me. I put out my hand. I said, I'm Willie Jolly. Mr. Brown, Les Brown, I'm honored to meet you. And that's how we met. And you remember that, Les?
1: Absolutely. And Willie... I have to take over this conversation. Yes. Because when I met you, I knew I was in the presence of greatness. Wow. And I, and I was not wrong. I I I have known many speakers. I've been, been, been on stage with Robert Schuller, Dr. Dorman Vincent Peale, Jim Rowan, you name them, Tony Robbins, I've, I've met them all. Well, let me say something to you. When it comes to character, when it comes to integrity, you've been my hero.
0: Mm, thank you.
1: Um, when I look at you and D. and your marriage, and I was so glad that you wrote the book that you wrote because That's one of the challenging areas of my life. I've been married three times. You've been married to the same woman once. And when I look at your character, when she's with you or when she's not with you, and how you hold yourself, your discipline, your focus, how loving and considerate you are when you're with her, how you sing her praises, when you're not with her. Judge a man not by what he does, but what he does that he doesn't have to do. And to judge the true quality of a man is what he does when nobody's looking. And and the reason that I look at us and our relationship, and I've gone from being a mentor to being mentored by you, Mm. is because there's no one, in this industry that I admire and hold to higher regard than you. I know them all. I've seen them all.
2: Wow. Thank you. But
1: there's there's only one Willie Jolly, and I think that is because of my Jolly.
0: Absolutely.
1: That that you have, it's, it's one thing to deliver a message, but to be consistent with that message. Most people are living a misplaced life, Mm. but you have been consistent in who you are when you have the microphone and when you don't have the microphone and how you treat people, because you can tell a lot about a person. It's how they treat people that most people might consider insignificant. You treat everyone the same, everyone the same. Amen. And, and, and you're, you are disciplined and focused and dedicated to making a difference in life. That's who you are 24-7. I guarantee you if someone woke you up and said, you've got one minute to give the world a message that you will have something to deliver before you take your last breath. Yes, Because you were born to speak and to inspire people. And so I'm encouraging people, one, well, not only just to listen to you, but to go to your workshops and seminars and purchase your material. Sometimes familiarity breeds contempt that when people have exposure to you on a regular basis, they have a tendency to unconsciously devalue you. I never get invited to go back to Liberty City to speak. In 51 years. Wow. Never. Yeah, I, I I, get invited by corporations to come down and speak on Miami Beach. But in Liberty City, no. Where I started, no, it doesn't happen. And, and so I think that right now, when we look at why are people committing suicide? Anthony Baudin, he was famous. Famous. Intelligent. Travel around the world, ate the best food, and he took his life. Why? Wow. And we asked the question what if you gain the world and lose your soul? Yes. Because he didn't have a sense of faith and character and groundingness that allowed him to handle the demons that he was dealing with. And all of us have stuff. Right. That's right. Yeah. Everybody. And, 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 yeah, and so that's why, to me, I, I've never known my father. But you have been such a good example for me that I've looked at and watched and and said to myself, he's my kind of man. I, I hope to live up to be the kind of man that you are.
0: Well, thank you, Les. So
1: that my children will love and admire me. When I look in William's eyes, when he looks at you, when I talk and say, how's your father doing? And I hear his voice. He's doing great. Amen. Proud. Yes, that yeah. you poured into him and molded him into greatness. And so I think those those qualities that we are talking about now, is, is what's going to help us to deal with what do you do when you lose your job and you've given it the best years that you have and you use, lose your retirement. What is it that you can do if you're in a, a, an environment where artificial intelligence is removing people every day? You've got to be resourceful. Yes. You've got to figure it out when John F. Kennedy was confronted with the challenge of beating the Russians to the moon, he was confronted with, how do we get there? I remember when we were kids, and people would say to illustrate the difficulty and how impossible something was, we would say, well, you have as much chance of doing that as a man going to the moon.
2: That's right, and that's the truth.
1: You're right. we talked about the impossibility. He asked the German scientist, Werner Van what will it take for us to go to the moon? And he said five words. That represents resourcefulness. He said, the will to do it. The will to do it. Jesus said, whosoever will, let him come. Mm. And, and, and so we have... The will, stony the road we trod, bitter the chesting rod, felt in the days when hope unborn had died, yet with a steady beat, have not our weary feet come to the place for which our fathers sighed. We've come over a way that with tears have been watered, we've come treading a path through the blood of the slaughtered. Oh
2: boy, you got some powerful DNA
0: in you. Hey, Amen. You know, I just <laughs> folks, y'all see why I, why I'm a speaker. I but I just am enthralled when Les Brown speaks. There's a brilliance. There's a genius. There's a a a, a God-given giftedness that he has. That just it 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 just is incredible what this man has done through his thinking and through his words, and even in the midst of the challenges, in the midst of the difficulty, in the health challenges, he has been a stalwart for so many of us. There would not be a Willie Jolly. There would not be a Keith Harrell, would have been a Keith Harrell, a Desi Williamson, a, a Simon Bailey, a Walter Bond, all of the African Americans uh, who are in the Speaker Hall of Fame, which I am honored to be in, would not have had A chance in this business Until Les Brown came along Because he set a standard And he opened the door And he gave us a new possibility Just like those who went to the moon Or even I'll give you a better example Those who went to Mount Everest At one point, it was impossible to get to Mount Everest. You can't get to Mount Everest. But then one day, a guy got to Mount Everest, and now they take tours up and down Mount Everest. Or the four-minute mile. They said it was impossible to run a four-minute mile. But once one guy did it and showed it was possible, then now people, high schoolers, are doing it. Well, one day, a Les Brown started speaking He was a secular preacher. He wasn't in a pulpit like all the other preachers. He was in corporate America. He was sharing a message of hope and encouragement and possibility. And once he showed the way, once he blazed the trail, then a Willie Jolly came along and learned from him. And then a Keith Harrell came along, and then a John Alston came along, and then a Simon T. Bailey came along, and then a De La Toro McNeil came along, and a Walter Bond, one after another came along. Uh, uh, just one. And even the women have done the same. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. We got the great one. Y'all don't leave, don't go nowhere. Call Lottie Dottie and everybody. Tell them to turn on, tune in, because we got Les Brown, the greatest motivational speaker on the planet on with Dr. Willie Jolly. We'll be right back. And for sure, your best you is yet to come. Me. Call me.
2: You can
0: call on me. Pick up the phone. You can call on And call me. me. Now, folks, I want to say again, for those who are just joining us, this is our season premiere of this season. I try and have him every year because uh, I would not be here doing this if not for his model and his encouragement and his uh, friendship. He's been more than a friend. He's a brother. He's my big brother. And uh, when mama died, uh, he was there. He was there and he 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 eulogized her with me and my brother. And then twenty-five days later, when my brother died, he was there. He came and eulogized him. And eulogized as, as I I struggled to get through. I eulogized him, but I struggled to get through that day. But Les was there to support me and hold me up. And uh he's been there and I tried to be there for him when his mama died, and when his his best friend Boo died, I was there because that's what we are—we family. And so I want to thank him for his model, his mission, his giving. Man, I never met anybody who gives like you, Les. And uh, I'm just grateful for you. So we got about ten minutes. You go to work first before we do anything else. Tell people what you got new that they need to be involved in. They need to know about that. They need to take advantage of that. They need to sign up for that. They, they need to know. Come on, what? Tell them something good because you got something good. I know you got something good.
1: Well, you know. I have this, this new chapter in my life. A guy asked me the other day, what's new for Les Brown? You're 75 now. What's new for you? And I thought about a lady who flew from Australia to do my one-on-one coaching and teaching people how to sell themselves, impact an audience, discover their power voice, how to strategically create an experience with an audience to transform them individually and collectively. And I asked her, why did you come to me? And she said, I heard you speak in the Georgia Dome before 80,000 people, and you spoke from your heart and you mesmerized them. She said, can you teach me that? I said, yes. And then as I was working with her, I stopped and asked her again. I said, but why do you want this skill? She said... I believe the world is as it is not because a few people are divisive and hateful and violent. She said, I believe the world is as it is because too many people are silent.
2: Mm. And Mm. so when
1: you look at where things are, when something happens, there's a victim and there's a perpetrator and there are witnesses. And the question is asked, which is the worst? And The answer is the witnesses, Mm. people who stand by silently, who look the other way and don't step in to interrupt it. So my goal is to create messengers of hope. So people that are listening who say, you know what, Les Brown, I got a story. Because how people live their lives is a result of the story they believe about themselves. And so my goal now is, is pulling back. Not speaking as much and teaching people how to use their story to transform people, to interrupt their story, their self explanatory style, to distract, dispute, and inspire. That's why I ask you those three qualities about your mother. I've never heard you talk about that. Mm. And I want people to know her. Yes. And we can know her through you because she lived a life that was bigger than she was.
0: Yes, she did.
1: And she lives through you. And I've had this conversation with you off Mike.
0: That's right. You certainly have. You certainly have.
1: Yes. And, and, I, and so I said, I know I was going to talk to you today. And I said, I'm going to pull this out of him today. Because those three points are major for us today in this era where young men walking around, many with their pants below their butt. And don't have a sense of dignity and view themselves as sperm donors. Mm. Those three qualities, character, faith, and resourcefulness, is what allows us to make it in life today. Right. So what I'm doing is training people how to espouse a, merit, a, a message that can transform the planet, taking time with three cameras, pulling their speech out, organizing it and teaching them how to... Deliver it and establish a national and global brand, speak around the world. I, I'm going to Dubai, and they're paying me £225,000 for one hour. Wow. And they told me, I said, You know, you're trying to make me speak in unknown tongues. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not a yellow bow tie. Not a yellow
2: bow tie. <laughs>
0: Well, I tell you you are you are you still doing it, man. Uh, someone asked me, how's he doing? I said he I he just he just called me the other day. He was in Singapore and he called me and we talked and he he was uh doing it. He's he's had health challenges, but he I think his positive mindset overwhelmed the body problems and challenges, that he has spoken to his body. He has, he has declared and decreed that he still got life left to live, and he is going to do all he got with more years yet to come.
1: Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm at, at the Cancer Centers of America, Dr. Taha, who's from Pakistan, an oncologist, he said, Mr. Brown, you know that you are fourth-stage cancer. I said, yes. You know, it's metastasized to seven areas of your body. I said, that's a good thing. He said, why? I said, because seven is my lucky number. (laughs) 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 You remember remember Dr. Albert Goldson?
0: Yes, I I saw his wife last week.
1: Oh, no, man. you got to give her information, Gene Kahn's information. Let me tell you what Albert Goldman told me. He diagnosed me with prostate cancer. And you know, he had such a sense of humor. He said, You know, you got prostate cancer. I said, I do. He said, Yeah.
2: I said,
0: Can you give me a second opinion? He said, Yeah. I said, You're ugly, too. <laughs> 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 oh, well, folks, Les, where can they reach you? Where can they get in touch with you? How can they access you?
1: Well, if they want the one-on-one coaching, and this is not for everybody, this is for high-end clients who want to invest in themselves, they can email me at lesbrown77 at gmail.com. That's lesbrown77 at gmail.com. And they can also go to uh, lesbrown.com, and they can get information. or will leave their information there for us, and we'll get back to them for the new product line that we're coming out with and the things that we'll be doing in the future. But I want to thank you so much give thee my regard. Man, I'm grateful.
0: I want to close with one thing. I'm going to ask one thing you do, and if you, no one does it like you do, and uh, I, I'm going to ask you to say your are closing uh, if you want to think bad enough. But folks, before we leave, I want to thank you for making this show the number one self-help show in America now. I want to thank you for telling your friends, your family members, your co-workers to listen to this show, to listen to the podcast, to, to, to promote it, to share it, to put it uh, on your Facebook and on your social media, you gotta listen to Willie Jolly. I want to thank you for supporting us. Know that Les and I are going to be coming sometime in the near future to a city near you. If you're not on my newsletter, get on it. newsletter. Go to williejolly.com slash gift. In fact, easier. WJ Speaks. WJSpeaks.com slash gift. You get a free gift and you get connected to my newsletter. When we have the tour announced and the sponsors are in place, I'm going to put, put out a big note as well as my social media and you'll be able to access us and get Access to the tour so you can get your tickets. Finally, I want you to know that we do want to save a million marriages and enhance a million more. So, D and I are committed every Monday night, Facebook Live, 9 o'clock. You can get happily married Monday with the Jollies. We answer your questions as well as we talk about tips we've learned in our 34 years of marriage where we haven't had an argument in over 30 years. And so, go to jollymarriage.com and get the resources that we have there for you. All right, Les. Do what you do, baby. Do what you do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you want to think bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace, and sleep for it, if all that you dream and scheme is about it and life seems useless and worthless without it, and if you gladly sweat for it and fret for it and plan for it and lose all your terror of the opposition for it, and if you simply go after that thing that you want, With all of your capacity, strength and sagacity, faith, hope, and confidence, and stern pertinacity. If neither cold poverty, famish, or gulf, sickness or pain of body and brain can keep you away from the thing that you want. If dogged and grim, you besiege and beset it. With the help of God, you'll get it. This has been Mrs. Mamie Brown's Baby Boy and my Jolly's Pies in Joy. God bless you, and God bless your dreams.
0: That's him, the one and only, the greatest on the planet. Ladies and gentlemen, my brother, my buddy, my friend, my confidant, less Brown. Thank you, Les. I love you, man. And you know that from sure, sure, for sure, for sure. And thank all of y'all for your complete and considerate thought and support. And then Jolly Good News for being the sponsor of this show. JollyGoodNews.org for being the sponsor of this show. Y'all go to Jolly Good News and support this effort to change the world through some good news. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. For sure, your best is yet to come. God bless you. Are you tired of crying and complaining? Tired of feeling like life don't get you fair? Do you see so many others moving on Are you're steady going Just look in any mirror, and you'll see who is really truly stopping you. My my.